if I could just for one account for self, but then if that one little culture of me accounting for myself could rub off on my family and they can account more for their their personal perspectives and their 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 ways of doing things or anything, if they can account for themselves, this is the beginning of a, a solution culture. You know, it's basically a solution culture. Hey everyone, welcome to the Meaningful Revolution Podcast. I'm your host, Sean Butner, Certified High Performance Coach, and this is the podcast where we help you design your life, the life that you know you need to live, versus the life that's been designed for you, so that you're working on the things that bring you passion, the things that bring you fulfillment and excitement and that sense of life. Uh, today, we're gonna be talking with Moxie Emanuel. He's a artist and illustrator, founder of Accountability Culture, which is a really cool YouTube channel. Definitely check it out. Um, his mission in life is to help you find the ray of light in you, to help you serve with passion and to, to live up in your full potential. He's in the previous uh, talk before, he talked about passion quite a bit. He's got a really good energy. I'm really excited to have you on the podcast. Welcome, Moxie. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Mr. Sean. Oh, you got it, man. You got it. My pleasure. So, okay. Um, today we're going to be talking about accountability culture, um, what that means to you and how it can inspire people to, to reach that next level. Because of course, you know, the whole idea of this podcast started with interviewing people about what they're passionate about to make mm -hmm. that contagious and to show the way for others, which I think is really on, on brand with you. Yes, so, yeah. um, could you tell us real quick and tell the audience what does accountability culture mean to you, this thing that, that you're building? Um, yeah, we'll, we'll start. I tend to do compound questions, so we'll start with this and then I'll add on to it. So <laughs> wonderful, wonderful. So I guess, you know, I'll break it up. So basically accountability is more than, and to me, it's more than just a responsibility. Accountability is a sense of owning up to honesty it's it's responsibility for your honesty so accountability to, towards uh your own thinking your own honesty are you accountable to you know um the way you uh, per perceive life are you accountable to how you feel accountability has a whole lot more to do with personal um personal actions or personal thought patterns uh, more than like public even though you could be accountable for a public task or a public job um, usually it all oh, oh, res responsibility deals with people a lot more I you know and this is great that you're asking this question because this is also new to me that the reason it came to me was because I realized that um, and actually I'll tell you a, a short little story about a, over a year ago about I'd say about 14 months now the whole blockchain technology was introduced to me and this whole um this whole idea of um of untamperable technology that holds people accountable that it's an open ledger untamperable this was like the ultimate demonstration of accountability that i ever witnessed on earth like man to man a to b usually there's some type of um whether it's the the a point or the b point that can change their 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 response or change what conversations were had or change what 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 was agreed upon but not only that we have a lot of third parties in our world today that can actually go in and 
adjust things in place. And that causes so many problems around earth is the lack of accountability. I mean, it literally plays games with people. It literally, it does so much harm to not have things clear, not have things honest. I mean, even if things aren't like the most pretty things, if they're honest, honesty goes a long way. I believe honesty goes a long way. So when, when this technology came up, I'm like, think about that. Think about that technology that's actually holding like civilization accountable for what happened at a certain time, what was agreed upon and that it can't be changed and it can't be erased and it can't be, you know, tampered. This to me just blew my mind. So it started with really like kind of celebrating the technology. But as I, as I was working on a project, um, it was all based around blockchain technology, but it was almost like a spirit, you know, uh, creation itself was like, pulling me in a direction of like you know you want this in every area of life you want this between uh father and mother and child you want this in homes you want this kind of solution for everybody i mean because when i thought about it i'm thinking accountability is the solution is the solution so to me i see accountability and it's to me in my graphic mind i see equals solution accountability equals solution any families dealing with things businesses dealing with things when hey guys real quick this is sean and i just wanted to let you know that i have a community space for you if you're enjoying the meaningful revolution podcast and what this community space is it's a way for you to ask questions if you have any questions or to get in discussion with other folks that are into this meaningful revolution podcast and also there's a chance for you to sign up for my Meaningful Revolution Monthly. And this is for those revolutionaries, the, those rebels, those people that really want to take their personal development into their own hands, to really get into building that life that serves themselves, that helps out their family, that, that helps them leave an impact and in, dent in the world. So if you are interested in some more training along like-minded folks, these revolutionaries, as I'm calling them, uh, who are really making to drastically change their lives into one that they're excited about, that they absolutely love, that's doing good for, again, themselves, their families, their communities, their work, and just their legacy, then check out community.shawnbutter.com, link below in the show notes. And when you click on that link, you can either access the discussion for free when you sign up for an account, or you can spend $1 to join our Meaningful Revolution Monthly to get access to a monthly live training call, a members space, and some other things that you can learn there. So uh, check it out by clicking on the link below after you listen, finish listening to the podcast, or pause it and go right now whatever you want to do, but it's there at the bottom in the show notes when you need it. So guys, let's start this personal meaningful revolution for you and let's go. When people account for what they're honestly doing, rather than blaming, everybody's to blame it on certain levels, you know, but when we account for our personal part of it, my goodness, there's such a power of solution mm -hmm. in that. So that's where accountability came from for me. And then when I thought about the culture, I said, think about that. 
individuals accounting for one is going to do a, a game changer in solutions. You accounting for yourself is a, in a sense, proof of work that something can change within a person accounting, a personal person accounting for their for their thinking, for their their wrongs, you know, anything, their perspective of life. But imagine when a culture when a culture, even if, like I said, the beginning of a culture is a family unit, it's 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 those around each other, where it's whether it's mother, father, child or friends or business. It's that it's those closest people to you in your daily interactions. That is a, it's the beginning of a culture. And mm-hmm. it kind of goes into like the reason I like culture so much is because if you think about anything that actually has a culture, um, even in like the science realms or, you know, um, in fermenting type things, you know, I, I love kombucha and kombucha <laughs> is, is, is produced through, you know, a growth of a culture, you know, and culture usually when it comes to, it has such a life producing energy. It has such a life producing value cultures, you know? So, um, I just, I felt, I really enjoyed the, the, the idea of accountability being the solution and that like starting with individual cultures that we could ultimately become a world and obviously everybody you know thinks about saving the world but if i if i look down just into my own family let alone my own community and my own business circles if i could just for one account for self but then if that one little culture of me accounting for myself could rub off on my family and they can account more for their their personal perspectives and their their, their ways of doing things or anything, if they can account for themselves, this is the beginning of a, a solution culture. You know, it's basically a solution culture. Accountable culture is that for me. And the whole point is because I'm a visual creator, I think it should just be, it should be as fun to rep solutions as it would be to rep your, your, your favorite uh, a sports team or your favorite, you know, movie or anything, you know, your favorite music artist. I. Personally, I don't know if that is, if it's like a nerdy thing where I'm like, who reps, who reps accountability, who reps solutions, you know? But I believe if if everybody dealing with something, whether it's family, finance, health, or anything, if if they're honest with themselves, anything that brings a, a genuine solution to that problem in their life, I would celebrate it all day, every day, and especially if someone was just like so quirky enough to like actually create images and graphics and art that demonstrates or symbolizes this type of culture it's like i want so many other creators from music to visuals to to anything to like represent solutions so that's where that whole that whole thing came from a chemical culture a, a culture a community you know um a world of solutions pretty much right on i like i love talking with artists <laughs> because I'm wonderful. a little bit more analytic. Like I can do music, <laughs> right? Like that that's kind yes. of my chosen art form, but like other than like stick figures, like it, it, it's, I got you. <laughs> it's not my thing. You. But like the way you're painting that picture really like struck me as another word that, that came to my mind was role model. Like you need What's to ro- to role model. Oh yes, yes. Yeah, you, know, you got this, You know, you're rubbing off on people. We're showing them the way. Um, absolutely. I love the distinction between like accountability is honesty with yourself, responsibility is um, in relation to other people. And yes. That account too. So there's a lot of really great things to to, to kind of pick apart there. So yes. Um, the first question I have for you then, man, is like, is there a time? <clears throat> 
excuse me, just had my voice crack there. Is there a time <laughs> where um, maybe before you, you had this idea of this accountability culture where there's like a before and after story where, where maybe you were struggling with it um, or maybe it's something that you, you was, you know, you grew up with or whatever, but uh, could you maybe explain like before and how you've changed mm -hmm. since, you know, um, creating the, this movement? Man, that's an exciting question. Thank you for asking. I wouldn't even, you know, that is a, a, the epic question, I believe, of this conversation is because the, I, I believe the reason for my passion about this accountable culture is because of my past. That was my problem. And mm -hmm. I did not know it the whole time. You go from childhood to teenage years to young adult, and you're not realizing that accountability could have been such a healing solution your whole life. When you finally, if you thirsted your whole life, and then you finally come ac across even a puddle of water, that thing is going to feel like heaven when you actually touch it, you know. So that's what it felt like to me growing up. Uh, I was raised by a, you know a single mother, and usually um, in these single mother situation families there's such a overprotective spirit about a mother. She wants to give her life for the child. And though that's a, a admirable and absolutely like, I love her, like you couldn't even express how much you love your, your mother, especially as a male, a young male, and especially a mother who's doing everything, everything, and you know this, that she's doing everything, you know? Um, it's tough because, the whole time growing up, all I could do was, you know, show respect and love towards, it was natural. I love her right off the bat, but then all the, that she put in, it was, it was compounding. But then the way she disciplined or didn't discipline or the way she raised us actually taught us in the ways we should be in life. It was extremely unaccountable. And I was, I was, you know, I remember specific times in school getting in like, uh, fights or something like this. I was never a fighting type of kid. I was always the smiling kid, the smiling artist. And so there'd be the the bullies who like to play with, you know, and see how far they can go with the, you know, the, the smiling artist. And it was funny because during those times, I realized that I'm not just a smiling artist. I, I, I like to stand up for those who get bullied. And so there was like this certain like rage. And I, I felt like honestly an internal like superhero. So I actually started to thirst for these bullies to come, you know, kind of, and it was a, it was a wrong pattern, but I would consistently be getting in trouble. And eventually it, it got into like, I was getting, I had to go to court. So in, in grade school, it's like you get suspended, but when you get into middle school and high school, you actually have legal issues, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, and I, the whole time from my first interaction of um, of a fight with another person, all I remember was it was consistent. Like it was never a point of thinking about what I did or why I did it. You know, though there was a bully, I still wasn't accounting for why I took advantage of going that far and actually physically engaging with the person. I never actually stopped to ask myself, is it right for you to even go there, even though there's so so-called someone, you know, um, really wanting to like, I don't know, you know, control your environment, control your your actions, you know, wanting to use you as an example. I never was stopped and and I never had to ask myself, 
is this right? And so accountability was not the thing, even to the point of producing for myself. You know, um, you know, usually a kid has to like, I, I would say a good, a good healthy habit is, you know, you do your homework and then you get this. It's a, it's a wonderful training. It's wonderful training. Do this and then you can do that. It's wonderful training for a, an individual, especially a young individual, to realize that you must create and in a sense, build that which you desire. Nothing is given to you, you know? And if you really grow up on a, a mentality that everything is given to you, you start to perceive life in a skewed, false way. And it goes against the laws of life. Man must produce, create. And now I have so much so much psychology and I've written, written so much about, you know, a creator spirit versus a consumer spirit. I grew mm -hmm. up highly consumer spirited it was about what i could get to feel better what i could get um how how was this person treating me that i couldn't do what i was blaming and pushing out and it was completely the wrong thing and so to grow as a young man into his teen years into his young adult years with that psychology i am thankful to god for for one that i when i messed up I could at least be honest with myself. I might not have spoken it, but each time I could at least be honest with myself and learn from each time I had bumped my head, fell on the floor, you know, landed just completely wrong in life. I could admit that there was something wrong. I was not that hard of a head to say, oh, I'm still right, even though everything's blown up, even though everything's wrong. So I'm thankful to creation genuinely for assisting me with realizing the truth because as a young adult when i got to that point of saying there is something absolutely wrong with this perspective because i noticed that the the amount of enjoyment of life mm. is getting less and less and less by the year it like even probably by the month but i didn't realize it because i probably was just you know kind of overlooking it but when I finally came into this realization, and like I said, I thank God for, you know, bringing specific words to my mind and um, demonstrating and letting me meditate on like past situations and see myself in those situations, how I responded, what my perspective was. And it was so unaccountable. It was such a consumer spirited interaction with life. I was such a blamer of things. And it's it was in the beginning a very tough thing to accept a very tough mm -hmm. thing to accept but it in a sense it's almost like discipline to a child children don't like discipline but <laughs> i we 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 have four girls ourselves but there is something about when a child is disciplined that you can notice that they actually embrace the love they actually embrace the love they can feel love when they're being disciplined and that was the that was the, what I believe my mother didn't realize was that we desired as children discipline, and her idea was discipline was like wrong or you know harsh or you know cold towards her children, and it was complete opposite. So as a young adult, realizing that this one word accountability could have solved so much so much problems in my world that could it could literally solve so much that i dove right into it and really studied for myself accountability and meditated on where it's affecting my world and i did this so much to myself that i kind of started walking out of my own mental door and said how would this work you know in in society and like i said 
when blockchain technology came along, you know, it was a major, a major like bust, like a major blast of the doors, like the doors blew mm -hmm. off the hinges of like what humanity needs to truly experience fulfillment and its absolute personal accountability, you know. <laughs> They must come honest with themselves. They must question everything and they must respect that. They must have integrity towards themselves, you know? So that 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 question that you ask about where does this passion for accountability in the culture come from? It comes from me not having accountability and being raised in a culture where accountability was truly at its lowest, mm -hmm. truly at its lowest. So to be unaccountable and to be in an environment that almost... I, don't, I wouldn't say praises it, but embraces not not having accountability. You could genuinely, I genuinely was able to hold up, you know, the mirror to what was wrong. You know, it, there was such a bright light on all that had went wrong. And so within the time from the time that I actually accounted till this moment right now, I could say life has definitely 180 in the sense mm. of purpose, uh, fulfillment, um, so much so much and that's why i'm so passionate and i know i know eventually it's all about you know the young people and finding out a way really realizing a way and that's why i'm so about the visual because not only children but humankind in today is such a visual uh, a visual creature and they they get influenced so visually you know especially today and so what, what i realize is i want to be a powerful influence of proof number one but i want to be a powerful influence that's effective for a young even a young child to actually start questioning and realizing having that light bulb come on and say hey he this is this you know this subject's been brought up and normally i would like say that uh that's like something for like some kid who does bad things or something you know he must be accountable but this is for every human on earth so for it to start with a child to realize that accountability is one of the most essential elements in life and embrace it with a joyfulness i don't know how that's going to happen but i'm starting <laughs> with like i said visuals and graphics and logos and fun things that are just visually attractive and letting text be text letting the word be the word and let their own spirit decipher from at least this starting point i love the story because i i think it's relatable i think in all areas of our lives you know as a high performance coach i'm off, often talking about like how are you showing up in your career relationships health and wellness which generally covers most of a person's life yeah. and usually yeah. Um, especially with people I've worked with, there's an intense focus on one or two of those at the expense of others. And, and I, yep. a lot of the the, the power of, of coaching is being like, okay, like you're not being accountable in this part of your life. You're not taking responsibility. Um, you're, you're not... Um, yeah. Oh, I had a note here. Um, it, it's... You're not dealing with the consequences of your choices. It's a, a sense yes. of agency is kind of like I control mm -hmm. my destiny, the efforts and things that I do impact and influence the world around me. Um, so I, I, can, I can, I know there have been times where I have been accountable in my health and I've been like, yep. okay, I need to, I need to, I need to get this figured out. Like this is a problem, you know? So right. um, I absolutely like want to honor that story 
Um, and I think oh, it is, it's very relatable um, for a lot of folks. So right. um, since that time when you, you did the 180 and you know, you've had the sense of familiar, fulfillment and purpose, yes. just trying to combine those words. Pretty. Fair. <laughs> um, um, I was curious, have there been any opportunities that have opened up for you as you've been taking more account for and more having more intention for the consequences of your actions? Like, do you have a couple of things that might have opened up for you as you've pursued this work? You know what? It's so interesting. You know, that question's another great one because you <laughs> would think when you face a thing and you account for that, that it's in a sense like, because I grew up with this consumer spirit, you would think you do your homework and now you get to go play. You know, you would think that's like the breakthrough. Like I'm accounting now and now there's absolutely, there's been like the, the amazing like, um, opportunities and stuff like this. But before I even, you know, speak about an opportunity or, you know, things that have come into my world that are in the, you know, the, the bright, enjoyable side, I could say that, you know, accounting, the first thing it really brought me was, was an opportunity. And the opportunity was so much more personal, but it was not in a sense, like the most exciting thing. The opportunity was to actually account like to actually realize that you're in a moment right here where you can make a choice A or a choice B. And that had been the main, the first, the first step in like what I received in saying, you know, now that I'm accounting for what I'm doing, it wasn't that things were just automatically changing. It was that now I was being presented with the opportunity to make a different choice. And that in itself, it was exciting, but it kind of was like, it was a little bit of a bummer because you knew you had to account for it and you didn't know how long it was going to take. You didn't know what it was going to result in. You didn't know if you had to really pay up to that, to that consequence. You didn't know there was a lot of anxiousness and anxiety, you know, about doing the right thing, being accountable to yourself, not even anybody else, you know, being accountable to your honesty, you know, uh, do I do I take this job or do I let it pass because it's really not what I choose to do? Um, all kind of different things. Um, like, am I putting in the right amount of time? Am I putting in truly my best in this work? Mm -hmm. Or am I kind of like 50-50ing it and just like, oh, it's because and allowing, because it's like, it's almost like, um, like a fragrance or like if you let smoke in a, in a room, you could just literally blow a little smoke in a room and then close the door, but that smoke's going to hang out a little bit before it actually just disintegrates and goes into, you know, the air. And that's what it was like. Each opportunity account, it was just like, um, it was like, I felt like it, it left the opportunity for me to grab onto that old smoke and say, it's because of something or, um, or I need something to do this, you know? And it was so many just little resistance points that were allowed, but that was the main, the main step that was presented to me was the main open door was, now you have an opportunity to actually account. And though you don't know what's on the other side of this accountability door, it's here in front of you. So you're gonna get the chance right now with your conscious mind, you're gonna get the chance right now to make that choice. Be honest with yourself. Don't blame anything and make a choice from this perspective. Try this way out. And that in the beginning was very hard, but I can say 
it was the most like, thank you for this opportunity to actually face it, you know, because it can literally keep certain things like habits, certain habits are hard because you don't notice they keep happening. And that's a big thing. You don't even notice. So I would say the, the first aha and thank you for being accountable was the ability to actually notice that I had a, a that I'm in a moment of accountability. I get right here in this moment to choose blame, to choose needs and I need this to do this or, you know, all kind of excuses and resistance and just account now, you know, in this moment. So the first gift of being accountable was like realizing that I had the opportunity in, in any moment to account and that ultimately, whether it was right at that moment or in the near future or future, it would benefit. It would be a positive outcome from being accountable. But the second part of that was I was actually making after making those decisions, actually witnessing the outcome of more fulfillment. The whole point was like, you, I, you know, you can have money, you can have things, you can have people around you, but there is a certain feeling deep in a human's gut that if they're not, if they can, they can have money and everything, but if in their gut, they don't embrace life, it's it's a hard it's it's kind of a difficult thing to express if you're not genuinely feeling ha like happy from your your if the, here's the word gratitude great feelings you know just about living you know simply living if you're not feeling good about just the life that you live there's a major issue with your fulfillment you know the full feelings that you were meant to experience as a human those feelings of gratitude you know patience certain things like this but people don't realize it because we're such a consumer society that it's like, oh, all I need to do is get some sleep or all I need to do is go out with the, the friends and get some, get a drink, you know, or um, all I need to do is make some more money. And they think that the consuming part is what's going to bring the fulfillment. And that had been proven in my life that that is not what brings fulfillment. That's not the solution to fulfillment. So when I when I actually started accounting to actually experience genuine fulfillment was probably the most the most amazing grateful part about it was that my internal experience my perspective of life was becoming a lot more sweet a lot more enjoyable a lot more um just special i mean you could go through life and just do things go places buy things create things and if you're not there and feeling it life is about feeling these experiences experiencing you know embracing it so yeah accounting since since my my revelation of accountability i could say that fulfillment has risen a lot and you know what and i feel grateful that every day i still get the opportunity to count every single day and it's like though you still get those beginning feelings of Oh my goodness, is this going to be painful? You know, like, do I, am I going to have to deal with this for a long time? Like this, this honest decision. And it's so crazy that the psychology of a human could actually doubt that being accountable is painful or like, is, is like not, not enjoyable. And that's where like the big unlock I believe is in a human is like, if you could get to the point of thinking accountability equals joy or fulfillment or gratitude, and you can actually embrace that as a true belief within you. Like you got a superpower, like you literally have a superpower. And so I think that's why I'm so passionate about it because I know that any if a person can tap into that accountability, they basically 
unlocked their treasure chest of like the most fulfilling life that they didn't even know they can design, you know? So that's, that's what we did. Realizing I could account and the fulfillment that it brought each time I accounted. Right on. Like, so I want to say, first off, the, the point or the, the first point that you made about accounting, right? In my experience, I, I mm -hmm. call it like, being aware that you have a choice and how to choose how to feel every day, right? And, and for me, mm -hmm. my first, yes. first job out of college, uh, as a software engineer at a big retailer um, that you, everyone knows probably in the United States. And I was miserable. You know, I like yeah. had some student loan stuff that, you know, so financially, like that situation wasn't really great for me. Um, right. And the day-to-day -day stuff, like there's a lot of like I had this big dream of working at a big tech company and working on like the cutting edge of stuff and not a giant yeah. retailer where like their main business is selling like stuff, which is great. And we all need that. But technology right. is a cost for them. So it's treated as um, a cost. So you're not always like doing like, yeah. the coolest things or you're just doing stuff just to get it to work enough with enough duct tape and stuff behind the scenes. Yeah. And so. I remember one day waking up and being like, why am I choosing this life? <laughs> There's gotta be a different choice here. And I think that's another way of saying this, this accountability. And that could be a really tough decision because just because yeah. like, maybe you're comfortable. Maybe you like later on, I would end up working at Apple. I would, I live into that dream because I made a bold choice at that moment to be like, I'm going to choose differently. I'm going to try something different. And that led to a series of events where now I'm working at Apple and things are great. And then I had this calling to do coaching. And I um, realized that I'm at my dream job, the dream job that I had set out for. Uh -huh. I am thinking about doing this other thing that's completely unrelated to technology. That's really mm. where my passion and interest is. And then knowing, like having learned that lesson once, I'm like, okay, I'm choosing to be here because this is what I thought I wanted before. Or this is a really good opportunity, a really solid company. I work with really smart people. I really like, right. I love what I'm doing. Like it, it wasn't right. that, but there's that call to service. There's that call yeah. to adventure. There's that call to something greater than mm. yourself to mm. make a greater mm. impact. And mm. knowing that choice exists, that you, every day you wake up, yeah. you choose how you want to feel. Like I'm like, I'm going to choose this. Yeah. And you're right. It's yeah. scary. It's hard. It's exciting though. It, 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 you feel yes. like you're living your full life. You know, like, like mm -hmm. I remember so true. driving to California after Walmart in my car and like, I'd have the, the roller coaster, right? I'm like, I just completely uh -huh. blew up my life. <laughs> <laughs> and I'd also have to like, I'm really living my destiny. I, I'm choosing, I'm mm -hmm. guiding my life. And there's a sense of, of, exhilaration that comes with that mm, and so just as so another true. story to kind of, of highlight what i think you know you call that that moment that you you counted you know i call it the the choice that you've you know when, oh, you, when you realize yes. it it's not a it seems boring it is the most profound one of the most profound lessons i've had in my life and so mm -hmm. um, i love that mm. you're just kind of like yeah it's it's kind of not super like a big deal but it's <laughs> a really big deal i just want to highlight absolutely that. Yes. Yes. Wow. Wow. No, that's amazing. So, so for you in that experience, how long bef between the time that you actually made the decision 
did you actually notice that it was like that that life was really supporting you being honest with yourself and making that choice was it was it a de a, a real delay time or like was it hard for you to embrace it or did like immediately like the weight fell off your shoulders and you're like you know what this is this is something right i think there is there is two different phases for me right the first phase <laughs> i think felt like oh i have clarity on what i really want to do and what I need to do so now I can start putting the pieces on the board to make that jump right and so yeah, it's like yeah. it's, and then like the second phase like when I left my first job I think it took me a year and a half to get planned and get set and have contingency plans you know I'm not the mm -hmm. super like risky person you know I mean yeah, yeah. although it wouldn't yeah. seem that way because I left a job that was you know I was comfortable I was really good at <laughs> and kind of right, just right. decided to go the hard way but um I, I so yeah the second so the first phase was like okay there's that there's an absence of stress because I know that I'm here and I know that I need to get there and now it's just kind of building those steps but it took me qu probably longer than I needed to because you're constantly fighting like this is what I want to yep. do, but I have to, you know, there are responsibilities to, to you know, I had student yeah. debt. I needed to make sure that I could do that. Yeah. I like eating food and like <laughs> filling my car up with gas. So that's, that's an important consideration. Like how do all the yes. pieces fall in place? But it's really freeing when you, you make that decision and start mm. to build and design again that life that you you know that you want right and that so true vision so so true so true no you know what to to before you go on i just want you know yeah. what came to me when you were saying that was you know and i see you you know on the camera i just i really feel like how how blessed of individuals as humans today in in life we are because today is a revolution of value today is a revolution of value so when we made these choices we probably really didn't realize that at all we were really following the gut instinct that real quiet voice inside and that part is like the tough and the heavy and the you know the warrior has to you know go out into the night and deal with whatever results from his his knowing that he has to do and you know but when we come into this, like our culture right here, us having this conversation, and just like I said, I was on, you know, I was in a, a class today, realizing that all these people, all of our brothers and sisters, we all have a voice. We all have something that we were meant to share. And to know that in this day, creation put us on earth at this time, because it knew that we were gonna be in, completely in content with the lifestyles that were provided us, and that we were completely going to be passionate about others experiencing the most full lives possible. So between what's, what's being, what, what's being shown in our hearts in our, you know, what, what our passion to share is between that and the technology available and those seeking what you what you have to share. It's like you have the whole equation right there. And now it's simply putting, really literally connecting the dots. And so I think that's the beautiful part of today is that like, we're kind of up on the mountain. We're not like on the side where we don't know where we're going or that there is something on the, we're kind of on the top and we're looking out upon the land and seeing how vast and abundant and beautiful it really is. Because now more than ever, like we can really now 
put our gears into going all in and not necessarily in like just the physical part of what we're doing, but like coming so raw and passionate and clear about what we specifically love to do or what we specifically love to assist with. And so when when you said that, to imagine if you had stayed at Apple, I even in myself have a, a, a little of emotion like, man, I can you I, I could not imagine if you were still at Apple and not now interviewing me because this these are the first interviews you know what I'm saying like <laughs> you're gonna eventually be having you know your own um, webinars and master classes on how other individuals just like us can get in front of a camera and start from somewhere and you're literally helping them leave Apple with with a team with with faith with you know support with actually you know more light on their path not that 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 winter that winter's night that we had to go out and say you know hopefully we make it back you know hopefully we actually return but now there's like the snow has stopped and there's like sun coming out from behind clouds and we can actually assist the others coming from the same wilderness that we came from so no just when you said that i'm like Bravo to you, you know, honestly, and bravo to everybody who's made that choice to, you know, like account for who they really are. So, no, bravo to you, brother. No, for real. Thank, thank you. Thank you. And, and to those that have been on the fence for a while, too, I, I think there's a there's there's hope. Right. I, I think that's Absolutely. that's what we're talking Absolutely. about, too. Like this is Absolutely. it's a lot easier in a lot of ways. It's really hard in a lot of unexpected ways. Absolutely. And it's worth it. I, I, I absolutely believe so. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah. Beautiful. Oh, Beautiful. Yeah. Yes. So it's kind of shifting gears a little bit. What are some influences that you look up to in this space of accountability that have informed how you think about it or um, people you want to emulate or people you think do a really excellent job in this space? Wow, wow. You know, um, one of the heavy hitters, hands down, is Mr. Gary V. Obviously, <laughs> like, that guy, you know, he brings it, and he, you know, he's not soft about it. He's, like, very raw about being accountable. And, I mean, to the point of, like, probably turning off some people, but my goodness, like, to me personally, that kind of rawness always is, like, refreshing because it's, like, some people need that level of, like, raw, flat-out, face yourself come honest because playing that game of like hiding behind this hiding behind that you know he's really quite quite a tool of accountability in today's day and age but there's so many and you know what it's funny because i have so many you know um mentors or people i look up to and just in knowledge it's like I feel like anybody who's accounted on that inner voice, their purpose on earth is just a beautiful example of accounting, you know, and when you consume their, their creations, you get a sense of, of, and that's why I celebrate so deeply. I celebrate creators is because they are the, they are a shining example of what accountability looks like. Walt Disney is a shining, you know, symbol of what accountability looks like, you know, uh, Elon Musk, anybody who's creating, I mean, from, from the little girl who's selling lemonade right now on the, on the, on her corner street <laughs> in her neighborhood, that is an example of accountability that always is like motivation and, and, uh, inspiring to me. So like any creator who is creating 
and especially out of a genuine place. I mean, I get motivated and inspired every time I see genuine creation taking place. It's just, it, it's one of the most inspiring things I could ever experience. Yeah, I, I 100% agree with you, especially like, you know, one of the reasons why I love doing this podcast is this co-creation of just getting to know people and, and you know, we get yeah. to highlight stories, you know, I'm sure I'm taking a bunch of notes. I'm sure as you're thinking about this, there's other ideas popping in your head just because we're in the Absolutely. space. Absolutely. Too. Absolutely. So, um, all right. So let's see. Next best question is, and this is a, a new one for, for the podcast. And I, I like this. Okay. And that is, is there a belief or mindset that you hold about accountability or this topic that other people don't? Hey guys, real quick, this is Sean, and I just wanted to let you know that I have a community space for you if you're enjoying the Meaningful Revolution podcast. And what this community space is, it's a way for you to ask questions if you have any questions or to get in discussion with other folks that are into this Meaningful Revolution podcast. And also, there's a chance for you to sign up for my Meaningful Revolution Monthly. And this is for those revolutionaries, the, those rebels, those people that really want to take their personal development into their own hands, to really get into building that life that serves themselves, that helps out their family, that, that helps them leave an impact and in, dent in the world. So if you are interested in some more training along like-minded folks, these revolutionaries, as I'm calling them, uh, who are really making to drastically change their lives into one that they're excited about, that they absolutely love, that's doing good for, again, themselves, their families, their communities, their work, and just their legacy, then check out community.shawnbutter.com, link below in the show notes. And when you click on that link, you can either access the discussion for free when you sign up for an account, or you can spend $1 to join our Meaningful Revolution Monthly to get access to a monthly live training call, a members space, and some other things that you can learn there. So uh, check it out by clicking on the link below after you listen, finish listening to the podcast, or pause it and go right now. Whatever you want to do, but it's there at the bottom in the show notes when you need it. So guys, let's start this personal Meaningful Revolution for you, and let's go. That's a, that's a big, um, big you know what you know what that's all these questions are just great questions so thank <laughs> you for like asking them when i think about accountability at like its foundational level i'm thinking about the way a person perceives their their moment to moment experience like so when i think of accountability most people wouldn't think like that someone's actually accounting for how they perceive life in every moment so like if i go around if i'm walking from here to let's say the mailbox and in my in my inner voice it's saying man i'm tired or like uh and not even not even mentally you're not hearing these words you're literally radiating these words i'm tired um what's going to be in the mailbox oh my goodness there's probably some type of crap in there that's you know going to bum me out 
And then, dang, I have work early tomorrow. And then it's like, this is all, even though it's not, I'm, I'm talking about the vibration more than the mental voice. It's really a resonance of like, of complaining and like feeling drabby and down and sad and angry and, and, and agitated about life. So my, the, the, the thing that most probably wouldn't think about when it comes to accountability is like their genuine, their perspective of life, mm -hmm. the way they perceive life is life. Are they grateful to be alive? Do they embrace the, the temperature of the wind? Do they embrace their legs walking to the, the mailbox? Not that they're thinking, oh, my legs are working, but they're simply in the moment. And they're like, my goodness, I'm not feeling pain in my body, you know, or, or that, you know, really feeling all the good things about life, not even mentally thinking of them because there's so many things you could think about, but there's something so beautiful about the ability to actually perceive life without so-called consciously thinking in a good way. If you could feel good about life, that's what I consider like the core of accountability, the way you feel about life. No matter what you're you know, looking at, if you could feel a way about life, that to me is like, the the foundational level the roots of accountability is like it's personal one but to go even deeper to go into the heart of accountability it's the way you feel about life for me the way you feel about life and, that, and then that that accounting for that perspective my goodness that's what i'm talking about superpower that's what i'm talking about opportunities um so-called luck you know, clarity and ideas, so much comes to you so much. I mean, that's the way you truly can be fulfilled is accounting for that, that, that feeling, that perspective of life And my goodness. So that's, that would be the one thing that I think is a bit different than how the public would genuinely, you know, feel or uh, define accountability. They're the way they feel towards life as being the like, the heart of what accountability is it's it's the way you feel towards life you know your perspective so yeah that would be my answer uh i love that because uh, i think especially in our society we don't talk about how we feel enough mm. you know yeah I, i'm married yeah. with a therapist and so we yeah. talk a lot about <laughs> nice. that stuff but nice. um you know this actually reminded me, and I like I love I so love this idea that accountability is how you feel about your life. Mm. Um, I had a mentor a couple of weeks ago um, tell me that any time in life when you feel despair or you feel that resistance towards something, like mm -hmm. oh I got to go on that commute again, oh I got to go and do this again, oh I, yes. I don't have the time to yeah. do this in my life, like that's yeah. the time that's. A cue for him to be like, I need to make a big change right away because yes. it's robbing me of that emotion of I want to feel joyful and vibrant and excited mm. about life and anything that that goes against that. That's the call to change, you know. And I yes. think that's the type of yes. accountability that that you're talking about. Yes, yes. So yes. And I, lo I love, yeah. No, no, and that's that's the cue I'm talking about, which your friend was talking about. You know, when he gets put in those situations where he knows his 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 feeler is is off, that that's what I started getting excited and grateful for. That accountability was actually calling me to recognize that it was right there on my shoulder, saying, you know, oh, you're not feeling also, you know, you feeling like I have to do this, but when you actually come to that point and it actually lands there 
a perspective change of like, I get to do this is like, mm -hmm. it could change the whole world. And like doing that over and over, you're doing yourself probably the, I mean, I know it, you're doing yourself the best thing you can do in life beyond exercise, eating clean, all these different things. If you could truly change your perspective of how you feel in the moments of like those, those random little, you know, emotions of I have to and why is this and all those negative emotions. But no, that was a great point to bring up. Yeah. Right on. So I guess this kind of leads into the next question. When you have that feeling that, as you call it, your feeler isn't, isn't right. Um, do you have a couple of habits that maybe someone realized like, Oh, I need to pay attention to this. Okay. Number one, number two, I'm feeling that something's off. Do you have like two or three habits for someone new to, to maybe start to address that? So the ABCs of accountability, like I said, they're not necessarily the most exciting and um, sexy things that you could possibly you know do when it comes to like starting off. But it's like, these are the ABCs for me. It's like literally when you know you want to live a life more genuinely joyful, I start with just, I tell myself literally, come honest and at least i know when i say come honest it's more like more or less going to be a little uncomfortable probably embarrassing to myself um and i can almost i i almost tell myself are you ready for like that cold shower you know like it's mm -hmm. almost like that idea of like this is the first step there's no way of of accounting without this first step so the first step is come honest with yourself and that is a cold shower of of truth. And usually if it's warm, you may want to turn the, 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 the temperature down even more on that shower. You know, if it, if it feels a little too still like, oh yeah, that's kind of truth. Like turn it up, like go even further in your honesty of like what's going on, like what behaviors you've demonstrated. Um, be honest with the whole picture. And so that would be the, the A. Uh, once you Once you're in that cold shower and you're like, you're feeling it and you know that you're you're in a in a state of honesty start to question more of everything not just in that specific area that you're like dealing with start to question everything like do I, how, how do i feel about my sleep how do i feel about uh when i go hang out with this person how do i feel about when i eat that is it even good does it even taste good how do i feel after i eat it or you know um how do I feel after work or what have I been, you know, start questioning everything. And it's, it's beautiful because if you're already in a state of honesty, there'll be things that are just like cracks in the, in the door and you'll see light busting through little cracks along, like, let's say it's a wood floor. You see light coming from all underneath and that light is fulfillment. So mm -hmm. it, there might be a, like a, a completely wooden paved floor in your life of, of dishonesty and, and, blame and excuses but if when you turn on that cold shower of honesty there's something about it that lifts up that adjust you know that kind of loosens the floorboards and there's light that pokes out and as you notice that light you kind of are intrigued and you're like man i've never actually felt that way about this subject before so come honest question everything and then There'll be maybe one or two. And if anything, I always like to keep it simple. If there was one thing during that time of honesty that is like clear as day, I'm not supposed to be hanging around that person. Mm. Chili dogs give me gut aches every time I eat it, you know, or <laughs> 
whatever it is, that one thing that was just like so clear up on it, like I know that's not right and I do it like all the time. I, I consistently make that choice all the time and it consistently serves me that reaction that I don't want, that result I don't want. So number three would be from the honesty, from the questioning, everything, when you have something on your mind that you're saying, hey, that's not right, respect, respect that, that truth. In a sense, have integrity towards yourself. If your gut says it doesn't like chili dogs, have integrity towards your gut and say, I'm going to X out the, the, the chili dog. I, I mean, there's so many other things you can eat. Go get some sushi. Go eat tacos. Go get some pizza. If the chili dog is the one thing, there's a multitude of choices. So be respectful and don't just casually go and accidentally eat a hot dog again, you know, or a chili dog. <laughs> It's too easy to continuously go down that road of unfulfillment. And I use the chili dog as an example, but that could be in a job, that could be in a relationship, that could be in anything you're doing. If you know, obviously, it consistently causes you pain, try something else. Like there's so many other ways of going about it. You know, um, even in a relationship, I'm not a person that ever says, you know, just chop it off and go. But I'm saying like, if a person knows that the relationship's bad and it's not them, they need to quit the chili dogs, you know? But if it's <laughs> someone they genuinely love, there is such a multitude of ways to approach the relationship. So they just need to X out the things they're doing. Maybe maybe they're not, you know, giving the right amount of time or the, 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 the content of time. Like they're doing certain, they're just sitting there watching TV rather than go for a walk. Or, you know, there's many, different ways to do the same thing. You know, if you're an artist and you're working for Disney, maybe you're a freelance artist that really likes to work for quirky people who have their own ideas and you want to execute those images because you have the talent and the ability. It's not that the thing is wrong, it's just adjusting. But usually when you come honest and you question everything, there'll be a flat out sign in your, in your face that says, this is the thing that you really can't tolerate. Something about it is just like each time I get in this conversation and my attitude goes here, I just, that attitude, it's not the person, but ugh, I cannot stand being that person, you know. Account for that, for that realization and decide to respect it. Try something else, whether it's you're not going to say nothing and it may, may take all of you. May, maybe you do something else. Maybe you say something else. But there's a multitude of choices. But don't get lazy and just keep doing the same thing just because the same situation pops up. It's dinner time, chili dogs. No, it's dinner time. You still got a whole refrigerator of other things, or you can go and get something else. Don't settle for or stop buying the chili dog material as well. So, <laughs> what my whole point is: question everything. Uh, question. I mean, sorry. Come honest. Uh, come honest question everything and respect yourself respect that 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 insight that has come to you right on i i love that formula you know get aware of it analyze it act on yes it. you know wonderful another wonderful. way to, that's that's in my coaching mind that that's what comes up so Good stuff. um let's see one last question for you. So as yes. someone that has taken account of their life and is on the path, um, yes. it's definitely like the fulfillment's coming through. And again, I just want to cheer you on, man. Like um, I, I believe you. you. you're doing some really good work. 
um, which is why we're, we're here on the podcast. Um, what do you do every day, every week, or every month to keep on task, to keep on purpose? Um, maybe not so much account for, but just to feel that connection to the movement, momentum, the creator, the all that stuff. Mm. An another heavy hitter question, my man. You are bringing it. No joke. These are great, especially for me. So, with that, with that said, you know what I noticed. Like I was saying before, was that we are truly blessed in this day and age as humanity. And what I could genuinely say, besides that inner gut uh, knower and that realization of what I desire in life, besides just a constant knowing, you know, the the heartbeat of your own purpose on earth that pumps, you know, that beats within you and you know that you're here to experience that. Besides that, that core feeling, what keeps me and what moves me in daily works, monthly works, you know, uh, moment to moment is genuinely, and I did, I, I, I probably couldn't even answer this like this clear and this bold about even a year ago, but it is absolutely the amazing community of creators accounting right now for moving forward. Knowing that we all have, in a sense, a similar brand, which is called fulfillment, that's beating within our gut and saying, we want life, we wanna enjoy it, we want others to enjoy it, and to be around all these amazing creators, from coaches to you know artists to all kind of just purpose-driven individuals. It's like all, all the whole internet now, like at least in my circles of following and stuff, there, there are so many people with information. And I'm so grateful because what I'm witnessing is the information that came thousands of years ago to earth is nonstop thousands of years ago, circulating, recycling itself throughout generations. And now in our day and age, we have so many people still giving that same ti timeless truth of what works to a whole nother generation in a whole new way and holding each other accountable in a whole new way. To me, that environment and then their proof of it working them showing that it's actually working and not just like a bunch of teachers talking about this chapter of something or this philosophy of something. No, they're saying ABC and witness one, two, three. So it's like, I'm so excited that we actually are in a day where we're actually able to go and serve people with true value and true change in their world. So I would say, you know, the big thing that keeps me motivated and walking and creating each day and, and wanting to show up and be a part of what's going on is to see that this is the new day and the new way like mm -hmm. never before has it been this way and never again will it be the way it was i mean i believe the future holds so many more wise people acting on what they know that we don't even really fathom what the earth can be you know there's so many things that, that's publicized and that's a, a perspective that wants to get on everybody's mind and like kind of mass cause humanity to like believe that perspective. But I think that's why I'm so passionate is because we have winners in life. We have the fulfilled in life sharing their keys, their hacks and saying, that's surely a perspective. And my vision, my feeling is this overtaking, this like rapture of truth in, in 
the mentality and spirit of humankind to truly embrace life in its fullest way that there is not this world that the news portrays that there's not this world that that the you know that the naysayers or those who have been through a lot are saying that it's a completely opposite version and that we get to stand up and actually as a person's ice is melting to to that to that, that those pains and those traumas as that ice starts to melt that we are the sun out here shining and they're like you know what that does feel good the warmth does feel good and i know i decide i i chose for many years to be the ice cube but that sun feels good and you know what if anything just for now i'm gonna hang out with the sun for a while because it feels good and allow the the ice to completely go away you know so though we're just we're kind of we work through our minds i believe there's an inner working of the spirit that we couldn't even once again fathom or uh realize that's actually going on and as long as we just keep making those steps we actually get to feel the truth of it every day not so much like psych psychologically ponder or you know imagine things we're actually getting to experience these feelings that were meant so I would say it's the community. The community is a powerful, powerful thing that has my legs up in the morning and excited to be a part of it. And not only the community from the from the example point of view, but the community from from those whose eyes are opening at this very moment, mm -hmm. where they're at, where they're in their cold situation. That in itself is such an exciting moment because I know they're literally moments away from saying, you know what, let me embrace the sun a little bit today and, and actually feel the difference. So my goodness, it, it is absolutely people. Today is a day where the unity of mankind is, is just as powerful. I would say it's just as powerful as accountability. You know, accountability without the people, without the culture, it's nothing. Solutions without people, what is that, you know? <laughs> right on. <laughs> right on. So with that said, I can't think of a better way to, to end the podcast. Uh, Moxie, thank you so much for being on here. I'm so grateful that we got to connect. I'm looking forward to seeing this movement grow. Um, Absolutely. I, I, I uh, again, was immediately drawn to this in a training class we attended together, um, which is how we met. And I'm very, very glad we had this conversation so thank you so much man no and back at you brother thank you for accounting for that that inner feeling that said let's just hop on a call and conversate because i believe even in this video a lot of people will have you know some insight and feel something different and say you know what that's what it's all about you know just acting where you're at following that that feeling inside so without you acting on asking me here you know we wouldn't have had this conversation so thank you for being an example of accountable culture brother 100 percent, wow. and blessings to you so what an amazing conversation we had with moxie today uh, i really love his energy his, his excitement he, he definitely comes through in this idea for accountability culture and i think what you saw in today's call is a little bit more closer to what coaching kind of looks like in that it's a question and you're hearing him talk through kind of in real time because uh, from what i understand it, he's still fairly at the beginning stages of, of fleshing this out but i think it's such a great idea of we need to be responsible for our thoughts our feelings and our actions out in the world and his, his three takeaways for getting more involved in what he called accounting 
and that's to come honest, it's to historically, or holistically, I mean, assess and question everything around what's really going on in your life, and then to respect and act on your insights, right? So some three very solid steps um, that are a little bit more concise now that I've had some time to, to process it after our conversation. Check out Accountability Culture on YouTube. That's uh, um, where Moxie is doing a lot of his videos and, and uh, his, his movement is, is centered around there. So I definitely go reach out, subscribe after this podcast. You can see the link to it below in the show notes. Um, and so show them some love that let's help build this movement, this, this culture of people owning up to their mistakes, owning up to how they're impacting the people around them. Uh, I think it's something that we all need that will help make the world a better place. Our next episode will be with my good friend, Patricia. I know you're going to love this episode, so continue listening and we'll see you.